describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Previously on Grog Talk. Seven, Rod of Cancellation. Ooh. This is horrible. So you mean like, so he could be walking through, so the mad wizard, mm-hmm. the wizard in the marketplace, could be walking through the marketplace of the Rod of Cancellation, he's just touching a bunch of magic items? Wow, so that's one way. There's a discussion, isn't there, about destroying artifacts or relics? Again, if you allow that to happen, let's say there's the ring, right? Why wouldn't I allow that to happen? It says artifact or relic. Beep. Didn't work. Beep. Didn't work. That's a little anti-dramatic. If, if you're going if, in there, if Frodo and Samwise are just standing in front of Gandalf and they just keep trying the rods of cancellation, that don't work. Oh, that's yeah, that's boring. It, but if you hit and it makes it save, it should be over. That's the way I would play it. That's okay. my rod, rod of cancellation. Well, now you're now you should join Sage Advice because you're just making stuff up. Off with the poppers. More beggars begin to gather, and eventually. You have over 30 of the wretches following you. I feel like I'm eating dinner at like a nice restaurant. <laughs> Art in the corner. Okay. As they go along, seeing yourself in dire straits, you decide that you'd better do something. Call lightning on the beggars. <laughs> and you would have to come down here to Florida to do it. In my room. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. And I'm Dan. Where are we from today, Dan? You know, we have finally made it to the free city of Haven. I don't know if you remember Haven. Haven. That does sound familiar. Free city of Haven. Uh, I don't remember. It's it's gonna you're gonna as soon as you tell me, I'm gonna be like, is is that Dragonland? No, that's not Dragonland. It's too late. (laughs) You're you're like, you know, hello Cleveland, and we're in Detroit or whatever. You're like, where are we? Cleveland was last night. That's right. Uh, that was Game Lords, uh, Thieves Guild. Thieves Guild. Oh, Thieves and, Guild. That's right. And it wasn't. It wasn't just for Thieves Guild. It was meant to be just an RPG city. And so we're we're at the Free City of Haven. We're at the sign of the Jester. We are in the Borough of the South Corridor. James, just so you know what kind of crowd we're dealing with here, because I know you need to know what kind of buttons to push. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Right. We're at, it's a small tavern. Tavern. I think you're going to like this place, James. This okay. place was built. This was made for you. Okay, a small tavern catering mostly to circus people. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, yes. Sorry, I thought. I thought. I thought we are, maybe. maybe we, <laughs> 
that that's what I thought was coming. So <laughs> you had a look on your you had a button pushing look on your face. So I I I, I stopped. Um, how long have we worked together? Okay. Oh so, well, you know, it's, it's been a while. It, a small tavern. There is more, James. But wait, James. There's more. That's right. A small tavern catering mostly to circus people, run by old Olaf, a small hunchback, and his partner, a seven-foot Kondorian ex-gladiator, hmm. uh, called San for short. Uh, and when I think when they say partner, I mean this is the '80s. I don't think they mean partner, right? right? The patrons trade tales about their experiences on the road, drink beer, throw darts, and grouse about the guild of entertainers. They're always complaining. Everyone's always complaining about something. Non-circus folk are viewed with suspicion, although another carny is freely welcomed. So, are you a car- so I don't know. I was thinking with your your playing. You're you're a musician. You're right. in the you're in the I'm, guild of entertainers. Aren't you? I, I'm in the guild of entertainers, and I would say I'm in like the orchestra pit, like for, from Cirque du Soleil. Don't they have an orchestra pit there when we go to Cirque du Soleil? Have you been to Cirque du Soleil? I, ha- I have not. I have not been to circus play. You've not been to Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's. But but in events of 1981, James, there's going to be an entertainment that I think it is. It says James, and I think you probably were there in 1981, but. We'll just have to wait for that. But so, yeah, so we're at the sign sign of the Jester. James, you are welcomed. Will you vouch for me, please? Uh, vouch for you that you're welcome here as well. Well, I'm not a carny. Uh, of the two of us, we you're as carny as I am. I mean, I would be working more of the concession, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the mutton or the leg of turkey legs that they'd have. You'd be working the how much is how much do you weigh? That's what I see. Let me guess your weight. Let me guess your weight. Right over here. You, sir. You, sir. Come over here. Let me guess your weight. That's what I think you would be doing. Well, at least I'm not working the meat pole. Oh, that's... Aren't you working the meat pole? (laughs) The flesh pole festival. Good one, Dan. (laughs) The flesh pole festival. That's right. The flesh flesh pole, not the meat pole. Yeah. Well, hey, if you're working the meat pole, then... (laughs) The meat meat pole was a competitor that just didn't quite understand the concept. Yeah, that was the the Betamax of uh, festivals. Yes. It was a little different. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yep, so with, yes, we are here, and that's, uh, we're very happy to be here, and we're happy to be more and more out of the abyss, which is, uh, which is very good. And uh, we, have a, we have a pretty good show today. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all right. Not yeah, bad. Meh, meh, meh. Men's and men's. Uh, so I think we're now ready for our ongoing series, right, where we uh, have to strike up the... So now we're going to do our segment. Why don't you introduce our segment here? So this segment is called, Have You Ever Played a Bard Infiltrating the Assassin's Guild? This is from First Encounter Magazine back in the early 80s. This one was by John Frazier, where you get to pick what you want to do. And our guy is North Runner.
Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. How's that? That came out pretty good. That was, that was fantastic. And look, I mean, I'm certainly not going to be one to suggest that maybe there was some lip syncing going on. That You know, it's not like a Mariah Carey thing. Didn't Mariah Carey? I think a few of them got in trouble. <laughs> That'll be, on our Chris, that'll be on our Christmas album, uh, Sailing the Sea of Corpses, uh, fe- featuring North Runner. Yeah, and actually, we have some news that the Sailing the Sea of Corpses, um, the pseudo-undead, will be appearing on Bandstand, apparently, really? this, this uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, that's good. I thought Top of the, Parts, Top of the Pops was more there for me, but yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're making the rounds. Okay, so that was awesome. Yes, yeah, so you are playing, you are North Runner in the U listener get to play north runner the bard uh who is trying to infiltrate the assassin's guild i can't even remember why we're trying to infiltrate assassin's guild there was a very long backstory i wasn't think there, there was an old man who his daughter wasn't it the old man oh that's daughter? because she's been kidnapped <laughs> right it's the conan thing without being conan Correct. yes so yes we are you're trying to save the yes only a few days, my daughter Aurora, James, Aurora has been kidnapped by members of the Assassin's Guild, and no one is helping uh, this poor guy, Katil. He is the mer- look. He's the Merchant Chancellor. Of this, that makes sense. He's the Merchant Chancellor. Okay, are you ready? I am. I think our audience is ready too. So, if you want to play along, what's going to happen is there will be ten choices, and you have to pick one. Unless you're dead already, we have a few people who have not survived. The first part of this adventure. Yes, and I think last time we were being attacked by a beggars. The the mob rules. Mob rules. And we listen to fools. I gotta figure out how to play that on. It's hard. Oh. And the mandolin's all backwards, so I'm not gonna play. I understand. So as as you leave the slum area, you're welcomed by a delicious smell of roast fowl. You are now entering the common quarter of the city, and you walk up to the tavern with the odor coming from within its doors. You decide to enter the bar to see if you can find out anything about the Assassin's Guild. <laughs> How do you ask those questions? Excuse me, where is the Assassin's Guild? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I don't know. Maybe they'll tell you, right? Hello? Where is this Assassin's Guild? I need to kill somebody. As you open the door, a short, rather young man bumps into you and says, Excuse me, stranger, I've had a bit too much ale, and then walks on. You smile without turning to watch him go. The man was obviously a thief, and an inept one at that. You knowingly feel for your pouch, which isn't there any longer. Any An inspiration hits you, and you decide to follow this thief. Perhaps he could lead you to some clue. As you trail him silently down winding streets and alleys, you sense someone watching you. Suddenly, you find yourself surrounded by a trio of thieves. These fellows, in contrast to the one who filtered your pouch, look quite competent. Each has an arsenal of well-worn daggers strapped across their chests. They're obviously there, but seem to be flitting about in the shadows. One of them... How did I see their... One of them speaks up in a commanding voice. Okay, pal, if you don't want to get hurt, just hand over your stuff slowly. James, this is it's really hard just to get to the guild, isn't it? Everything's a shakedown in this place. There's beggars, there's assassins. Yeah, this town, yeah, and, and what happened the first time? It wasn't too good either. It wasn't something I can't remember. Well, what the happened. first time the guy tried to assassinate you. Man. Now, this is, this is a tough adventure. It is. Okay, here we go. 
So you're surrounded by a trio of competent thieves with daggers. C1. Oh, hand on. them your sword, daggers, cloak. Oh, James, I'm so sorry. And mandolin. Oh, I, know well. you, I know you're not picking one. Yeah, one is turnover stuff. Not going to happen. Two, run from the thieves. Sound good. Sound like we're surrounded. Three, cast fairy fire on the thieves to make them more visible. Then attack with sword. Four, here we go again, James. Cast control temperature, uh. ten foot radius, and fry the thieves. This is going to be like every time. Five, cast obscurement. Oh, and then run after throwing dagger. Cast obscurement, then run. Seven. Oh, so, cast wait, sorry. So five is obscurement, then attack, or hide? A si a five is obscurement, then run after throwing dagger. So obscurement, throw dagger, run. Okay. Six is cast obscurement, then run. So it's all the same. Just you don't. You're going to save your dagger. Seven. Cast warp wood at these weapons and attack with sword. Wait, they they have daggers. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hey, don't Eight. don't explain it to people. Come you're on. right. You're right. You're right. There's always that one guy in class, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a competition, so people are upset. Right. Eight. Charm them with your music and suggest that you are too dangerous to attack. Nine. Cast entangle, then run. All right, I'm not going to say it. Ten, attack with sword after throwing dagger. So one is hand over all your stuff. Ba basically, you'll be like you'll be like James and his fruit of the standing there and his fruit of the looms. Right. Two, just run. Six, fairy fire, then attack. Four, control temp, try to fry him. Five, obscurement, then run after throwing dagger. Seven, six, obscurement, run. Seven, warp wood on their weapons. Eight. Charm and suggest you're too dangerous to attack. Nine, entangle. Ten, attack with sword after throwing dagger. Okay. All right. Well, you've got a few seconds to put your choices in. Uh, I think I w you went first, Dan, so I'll go first. These are all terrible choices. Um, <laughs> They're not very good. It, at least there's no call lightning. That's good. <laughs> so... Um, there's three of them. I, you know, I'm 11th level bard, right, or something like that. I'm some ridiculously high level, mm -hmm. right? Some, some crazy. I'm some crazy. Uh, yeah, level. I can get this information for you. You are 12th level bard, sir. Yeah, 12th level bard. That's ridiculous. I'm a master bard. I have a 53% chance to charm with his own music. Um. So I feel like if I get one of them, because it's charm, then attack, or was it charm, and then just that's it? Charm them with your music and suggest that you're too dangerous to attack. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. Uh, okay. So yeah, so I'm going with charm. I mean, I'm a bard. I have a lit mandolin. I'm not giving up my stuff. I really don't want to fight everyone. They're not evil, per se. They're just ruffians. Okay. So I'm going to play... Go away, I'm too tough for you, don't come around, I need to learn Tom Petty, don't come around here no more. James, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a whole different light, I, I didn't know you were this charming. That's right, I don't want to fail, I don't want to fail, you must have rolled under 53, so there you go. That's what, right. Which I'm one are charming. you doing? 
you know, I don't know what obscurement does, but it looks cool. I don't want to lose a dagger. I'm going to – no, you know what? I really – no, you know what? Because I know this is going to work. I swear, if it doesn't work, I'm going to be really upset with Mr. Frazier because now I'm going to take – I know how he does it. I'm going to do control temp. I want to fry these guys, and he what? better let me fry them. I think it will work because he fried the first guy. So that's I, better. It better, Jay, right? But so I don't know. How, you, this is your control temp. Did you try to? Control, you didn't do it last time. I don't so. think I did it last time. No. Did I? The, well, the time the this last time, you gave him thirty gold pieces to beat the mob, and then the time before that, I don't remember what you did. No, I didn't do the control. I didn't think it was going to work. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Do has other people yes. on the, made their selections? Leroy, our dear friend, who you know, who knows, who takes all the pictures of British Columbia, where these you know references are. Which, by the way, where is it sponsored by? Oh yes, I'm so sorry, I forgot to uh, to mention where this is coming from. We're mad here at the tavern now. Well, we got we, we got to pay the sponsors, right? They're going to get very upset if we aren't uh, paying them. Now, this may they may have uh, sponsored this before. I think they. Did and they? This is coming to you from Chess and Games Galore, the games people, uh, but a different location. This one is from the one in the Sunridge Mall in Calgary, Alberta. Four zero three two eight zero two zero three seven. Yeah, they um Dungeons and Dragons, Trivial Pursuit, Bridge, War Games. Uh, tell them James and Dan. Trivial Pursuit. That's. <laughs> that's basically what we're doing here. Trivial Pursuit with D and D. It is. It is. Darts. Brain teasers. Backgammon, Grenadier, Citadel, Ralpartha. There's a lot of advertisements in this one. Oh, well. Okay. So people selected. Yes. Well, uh, one, uh, Leroy and I are doing Charm, and Stephen uh, from, I believe he, I had his title, because I haven't seen him in a while, so it's good to see him. Stephen, who is our, I have to give him his due title, uh holding and we're flipping and we're turning and we're flipping he is the guild master of thieves oh the grand master prince matchless line of new jersey is so these guys the, probably work for him it's probably work for him these are your these are his uh he's going with six okay which is obscure oh. so oh. that's okay and, and obscure. Run, like no that. dagger so go okay, ahead did anyone pick number number one was what it was basically turnover you. stuff did anyone pick number one? No, no one picks number one. <laughs> number one, the answer actually says, fine, period. They kill you after they rob you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I like this guy. <laughs> I think what's interesting, because they probably were going with, well, you gave 30 gold pieces, you lived. If you did it again, you're dead. So that's awesome. Good job. All right. Number two. What was number two? Who is that? Run. Take 16 hit points from thrown daggers while running. Ooh, that's a lot. Ow. You have 100-something. You have a huge amount, so it's not that's that true. big a deal. What was number three? Did anyone take number three? What was uh, Fairy fire, then attack. That was a good choice. Take 15 hit points in combat. Doesn't sound good to me. That, sound, that sounds crappy. Four, control temp. Here's yours. Okay, I fried two thieves, fight the other first. So I've lost 12 hit points. I have to write that down because I've lost 12. I think that's my first damage, isn't it, James? Uh, no, you took. No, yes. You know this is your first damage. I'm not you've used lost, to taking. You've, you've lost thirty gold pieces and you've taken damage. I'm at minus twelve, so I'm at ninety. James, I've never, I haven't lost hit points this game before. What's it like? I, now I feel like you. No, you like lost it. hit points. It in, hurts. Not, not in this game, but you lost it when you but were no, the wizard. No, I know, but not in this one. Yeah, that's true. I had a perfect I, score, all A's. 
That's right. Okay. That's All true. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. It is. It sucks. Yeah, I lost. What did I lose last time? I don't remember. I think you right. lost 37. So Dan okay. is down 30 GP. And how much did you lose just now? I lost 12. 12. I think I lost. Yep. Well, go ahead. Keep going. I'll, I'll, you, I'll, I'll look back. You started with I lost five hit points last. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you started with 105. So that's okay. Good. Okay. Number number five. What was number five? Number five. That was the obscurement and dagger. Number five, obscurement, then run. Oh, oh, well, what then run? Obscurement, then run. Oh, yeah. Oh, they like this. Okay, no damage. Oh, good job. Very nice. But mine is a dagger. Uh, that one is obscurement, then run. Number Oh, no. Number five. Let's see, yes. Obscurement, then run with dagger. Number six is obscurement, then run, but no dagger. Yes. What about number six? Same as C5. Okay, no damage. All right. So, Steve, he's the thieves guy. He knew that would work. Congratulations. Yes, he knows. He knows his thieves. Uh, what was number seven? Warp wood, then attack. Did anyone pick seven? No. They were smart. The thieves have metal weapons. Take 22 hit points in combat. Eesh. All right, number eight. This is what the other two people took. Myself and it? Leroy. Charm with music. Bars don't look that dangerous. Oh, ouch. They save and fight you for 24 hit points in combat. Oh, they all save. That's terrible. They had like a 80% chance of failure, and they still did that. Wow. So it's Well, this is what's interesting about it, is that John Frazier seems to have made an adjustment. Because what he says is, he says, bards don't look that dangerous mm -hmm. and he underlined that so it makes it sound like he's adjusting the save based upon how how plausible the suggestion is you know what yeah. i mean so uh, this is my response to that and how much did i take <laughs> you they took I mean, it was a, it was a lot it was at 24 hit points 24 so i'm down 29 hit points now so i've shot up to the lead all um, right that's wow. that's eight nine entangled and run did anyone pick nine Nope. They've learned. Because remember, he keeps doing this, and there's nothing around. Yeah, Entangle only works near plants. Uh, you would have taken 16 hit points of damage. Well, that would have been better. Yeah, right? Okay. So it would have been, been smarter to try to entangle with no plants around than try to use suggestion on some low-level thieves. Right. Apparently these what guys are you going to learn, trying. James? Yeah, exactly. And what was 10? Attack with sword. 28 hit points. Whew. So that's the worst. Interesting. Are we ever going to find the Assassin's Guild? No, we're going to die horribly. But, you know, you did pretty well. But Steve did the best. All right. It is just a flesh wound. He, All right. He's our, our winner. So let's see. This time we did uh, Thieves' Attack. Next will be Monk's Attack. Or the merchants, the drovers will attack. So, But tune in next time for this adventure. See, you know, it's interesting because so many people died and many, a lot of people aren't playing because it was the NCAA. It is the NCAA. They're out, yeah. Well, if you're out the first round, no, you don't care. You're like, whatever, I don't care anymore. Right. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grog talk. We are now ready to talk about death. Since, since we almost died here. We you're not referring... Go ahead. You're not referring to that. You're not referring to the heavy metal band. Death. No, you are a big fan of death and heavy metal band. Well, I actually wasn't, and I, and I, oh, I feel I bad about so. that. Well, I think because they were local. Yeah. And I mean, I saw them when they played here, and I think it was the fact that I, I kind of knew them, and they were local. You know what I mean? So it was that kind of right. thing, like, well, how amazing can they be? If they're from here. 
which I, I think was clearly a mistake because they people love them. They were influential. Uh, yeah. The guitarist uh, is, you know, uh, I won't call him the Kurt Cobain of death metal, but he was very influential and unfortunately died too yeah. soon. He did. Chuck. Chuck, that's okay. right. So we're going to talk about death because we kind of danced around death for a little bit. We, we're going to talk about death and resurrection during the uh, Easter, but we ran out of time. Then we talked about destroyed last time. So I just think we need to go through death in painful detail. So what is death? Well, you mentioned the glossary. So in the, in the Holy Trinity, the, first, the, the, the third book, and it's defined as follows in the back under the glossary, which, you know, you were the one who kind of really let me know that the glossary is awesome. Yeah, the glossary is the glossary does provide answers or make things more confusing. But yes, there is a definition on page two twenty seven. Yep. Of death, and it is going to create make things a little confusing, isn't it? Sure, it is. Unfortunately, it's 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 casting confusion on it, which is not good. Well, look, death magic. Yeah, there's death magic because that's to save is not save versus death. It's save versus death magic. There's actually a definition of death magic: death yep. rays, fingers of death. And other magics, which will kill a victim. So that's what that is. It's to save from any magic. But that has nothing to do. Well, it does have to do with death, doesn't it? Because it's just it magic. Right. So that is it. That is it. Okay. But so I, love how, I love how we were supposed to define death and we defined something else before that, which is... Death magic. Well, but that's important, right? Because that save is death magic. And slay living, I would say, is there too. And, re- and destruction would be part of that since it's death magic. Oh, there's no definition of destruction. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, so death, de- death says, the glossary says this occurs when a creature's hit points reach zero, which, of course, is what we know the player's handbook says, yep. if I recall correct, right? But then we know that in the DMG, I think it's, what, in the 70s maybe, with hit, under hit points, yep. zero hit points, it says, and here it says it has, a, it has another rule. Here in the glossary, it says paren or optionally minus 10. I think, James, are you willing to agree that the glossary's reference to or optionally minus 10 means that the discussion of zero hit points in the main text of the DMG is an optional rule? Uh, Yes. By this interpretation, yes. Because... So where's where where's there's a hit point discussion, isn't there? Where is it? Where it talks about minus ten? Yep, I gotta get zero that. hit points. Page eighty two of the DMG. See, this is it says when any creature is brought to zero hit points, it is unconscious. That's inconsistent with the glossary. So the question is, what's the what is the standard rule? Is zero death or is zero unconscious? Yeah, I didn't know where we were going, going here, so, but this is good. <laughs> oh, I thought that's where you wanted to go. We do a lot of prep work. Here. No, th- well, this do. is part of it. Yeah, so I'm going to say, what is the purpose of the glossary? To give definitions. Right, whereas the ruling zero hit points is the mechanic of how it works. But they're inconsistent. I understand. So that's not that's a problem. It's just like most dead characters, it says the next sentence, which, of course, we never read in the next sentence, can be resurrected. Although destruction of the body, among other factors, will prevent this. Well, what does destruction mean? So that was good. Right? I like that. Right. So death has a sentence. So destruction means 
Well, I think destruction in some of these spells means you are put to dust, right? Because one of the spells we'll talk about, you need a bone. You at least need a bone, you need right? some part of him or you, the, the body you want to bring back. Absolutely. So I think this is funny because I think, you know, we had this episode where the spell or some there's some deity or something said they will destroy. Right, exactly. So that's why we brought, that's why I wanted to bring it up again because I think there was more to it and we didn't finish it up. So, yeah. I agree with that because we laughed, right? Because we said destroy and I just thought that was a funny word. And little, and, and you know, you did the little pew, right? Pew. That's right, right. And that was, and I, that was funny. But we, I don't think <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. Right. What's, what's not funny about destruction? destruction. Another good band, Death and Destruction. <laughs> that was a great. Uh, did they ever tour together? I doubt it. I mean, it's a great question. I doubt it. How could, that, how, how could that not be the Death and Destruction tour? I mean, well, it literally, it literally sells itself. Death and Destruction. You're right. Well, Destruction was from Germany. And yeah. Well, they, 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 okay. they, they're fans of it. So. so, so destruction is a term of art, right? I mean, destruction means I think you're turned to dust. Mm-hmm. It's like Buffy slaying the vampire, you turn to dust. So I think destruction, you're gone. So, so here to me, you can't. So that's a massive problem. If you've been turned to dust, you've got a massive problem because you cannot, there's no raised dead, right? And there's no resurrection. Well, right? we're going to get into that, but that's where some people would argue dust is you still have something. It's not bone, but you have dust. Okay. Well, let's get – so, okay. So here's so, the deal. So I like your – I love your thing of does the glossary negate three paragraphs in the DMG? I think it's a totally fair question. I, and? I, 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 and? And also we typically never play the zero hit points with any creature. Typically, right. we only do it for characters. We never do uh, monsters can go to negative five. When they hit zero, they're dead. You know what we should do is if you're fighting the shaman or the witch doctor, they should cast Bane Death. And then when you're like pilfering him, he's like, you know, sticks in the gut. No, of course not. I mean, which though it is a smart thing to do is to, of course, go and kill off all of the creatures, right? Once they appear dead. Right. Because they are. It does say creatures, so they are technically unconscious. So don't forget – I mean, unless somebody binds them. I mean, if they're all unconscious, unless someone wanders by and binds them, they're gone. That's right. But, you know, so there's a couple problems here. The first problem is, is was that just a mistake that the glossary didn't get changed? Or does that make this rule on page 82 optional? There's a further problem. If you play the optional rule, it's not so clear what's going on. Is the zero – the zero mean you're unconscious? But if you're and, and so if if a blow takes you to minus one, you're dead. So do you have to hit exactly zero and then, to be unconscious? Then tra- that's right. Then trail down. And then trail down, or if you go immediately to minus one, because it makes it sound that way, right? Because it says right. an optionally as low as minus three if from the same blow which brought the total to zero. So it sounds like you, it sounds like you've got the standard rule, which is death is at zero. Correct. If, yep. if we're going to say the right. The glossary suggests this option. We're trying to reconcile it. I think you got to say the standard rule is which is, the, is the, right, and that's the way it used to be done. As soon as you hit zero, yeah. you're dead. You got that in the player's handbook, which means number one, in order to override the player's handbook, I think it probably needs to be fairly clear, right? We know DMG supersedes, but it probably have to be fairly clear, wouldn't you say? Yeah. When in doubt, we probably stick with player's handbook. Is that are you willing to say that? When in doubt. Well, when in doubt, player's handbook, monster manual, player's handbook, and then DMG. Okay, but so so if it's if it's not clear that the DMG has overridden the player's handbook, you'd stick with player's handbook. Yes, that's right. Okay, if it's not if there's not a explicit clarification of it, yeah, absolutely. That's right. 
Just answer the question, please. Okay, correct. So, so um, <laughs> yes. isn't, it, isn't it fair to say? Oh, that, right? here, so, here we go. Here we go. No! Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so we should do an episode on, on law in D anD D. That'd be yes. fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, that sounds. That's, that's great. great. Oh, humanity. Then you can just say, you know, yeah, James, you son of a bitch. It's a, it's a... <laughs> so, so, so we think that the general rule then is zero's death. Right. Then there's an optional rule, which was because too many people were dying. Yes. Which seems to be if you hit exact, and I'm not, now I'm not sure about what I'm talking about, but if you hit exactly zero, you're unconscious. But if the blow takes you directly to minus one or below, you're dead. So it's really not all that amazing a rule. I mean, it's a very slim sliver of hope, right? right? You have to hit right at the, perfectly at zero. Then there's the further optional rule, which is even nicer, which is okay if it's anywhere. That same blow takes you zero to negative three. You're unconscious, which I think most people like. Yes. And then there's the fourth way, which I think is sort of like the the monopoly money parking rule. I, I don't know that I don't see a lot of justification for it, but we got there's an argument actually, which is that it is you're unconscious any time before you hit negative ten, which is mildly supported by the glossary, which said right or optionally what yes. minus ten. Right. So is that fair to say those are kind of the four yes, approaches? And, and we either did zero is dead or we went straight to as long as you weren't minus 10, you were not dead. Right. And at any time you got past zero or zero, well, we changed it eventually because even that was still painful. If you got zero or less and you were not aided, you'd start ticking down into negative 10 land. So even if I'm hit, like let's say I'm minus five, right. I'm still, I'm unconscious. Is that right? Right. O- only when you pointed this out, when we started playing again, did I adhere to the minus three rule, which basically said, if you if a blow took you below minus three in a single hit, that was it. Instant death. Okay, so that's that one. And I think we've talked about that before. And sadly I don't think Gary was ever asked that on the on any of these boards, you know, like uh, uh, Dragon's Foot. So but we yeah, don't know. But, but again, those are the those are the options that you have that Dan laid out. Death is at zero. Uh, death is at minus 10 or sooner if the blow brings you down to either minus one or death is zero. I mean, you get unconscious at zero. And if you hit exactly zero, you go down minus one to minus 10. You have 10 rounds to be saved. So now I want to, okay. So things didn't work out for me, James. Well, and, and, and there's another segment there too. Obviously on page 15 of the DMG, it says death. The character faces death in many forms. Most common death due to combat is no great matter in most cases. So this is very interesting. For the character can often be brought back by means of a clerical spell or an altered reality or wish. Of course, recovery of damage sustained might be a problem, but that is not insurmountable. So Gary kind of goes, eh, it's not that big a deal. Okay, so we're going to find out if it's a big, big deal. So let's say, so things haven't gone well for me. Now, the first thing I like, I'd like to point out, James, uh-huh. is apparently... We should be gulping potions of longevity. All the time. All the time. And what was amazing to me is they're not that expensive. Now, I, 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 I talk like I'm a big wealthy adventurer, you know, like I'm the big shot adventurer. But if you look at potions of longevity, I mean, this is the fountain of youth, isn't it? I mean, it, 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 it's one to 12 years saved, right? Reduced? Yes. So potions of longevity. The amount, you know how much it cost, the gold piece sale value, which so that's like the, the market 
price, which I understand fluctuates. Well, that's the, the selling market. price. That may, the buying may be much more than that. But yes, the selling price. Well, because you're being mean. But usually selling, the selling price is the same as buying. I know what you're what, saying. What, what kind For of capitalist sell, society yeah. is that where the pro- selling price, these merchants got to make money. I see what you're saying. Right. So, so right. So, so there's the, re- the wholesale and the retail kind of and all right. this stuff. Yeah. Right. And then the people that need, like, definitely hey, need a Coins got to be dropped. But go ahead. How much is I'm the, with you. Yeah. I'm with you. No, that's a very interesting issue, too. Okay. Longevity is a thousand gold piece sale value. Okay. So let's, we'll do a markup. So that's what I'm the adventure. So I have a potion on longevity. I'm going to sell it for a thousand dollar gold pieces. So let's say, I don't know, fine, make it 1500 on the market. Right. That's still not a ridiculous amount. To reduce your age one to 12 years? Yeah. But if you're course, a half orc, you need these. Yeah. You, you, well, you have to be careful because if you reduce it too little, you become young again. You lose stats as well. But yes. That's true. So if you're like 25, Probably, it's a little I, would, risky. I would probably wait till four. I'd wait. I'd wait till I'm old. What if you're? What if you're 11 and you roll a 12? You're. You're. You go back into your mother's womb. <laughs> Is that true? I start again. Reborn. It's like Black Sabbath. Born again. Okay. But then you have um, to also the one percent chance that all of them will reverse, which is also all right. Scary. I'm going to roll that. That's not happening. Cumulative chance. Ninety-seven. Well, unless I've done it ninety-seven times. Right. So right. So that's designed to prevent it from being. So that's that's Gary's way to prevent you just from gulping it too much. Right. But so we should be gulping potions of longevity, so I don't die from old age. Right. Okay, so now, but so now, I've I've been killed in combat, James. That's the most. Uh, uh, there are there. So there's different ways that death can occur. Combat is the most likely if or you're an adventurer. Or an adventurer, indeed. You can also die of age, which again, if you die of age, you're dead. You could die of yes. disease. You could die of poisoning. We'll go over all that stuff. If you're brought back, right, right, okay, right. So, so but I, so I'm sorry. So on page ten, we're just trying to get the definitions out of the way because this is important. So on page 10, 110, excuse me, of the DMG, uh, it says, the second paragraph to the right, note that now and then a player will die through no fault of their own. This is basically Gary talking about conducting the game and basically saying, yeah, it sucks. Good players can, can, can have a bad roles and life happens. And you can, you can ease up and say well, they're you know, knocked unconscious. But here's the, here's the important part. Again, if you have available ample means of raising characters from the dead, even death is not too severe. Remember, however, the constitution-based limit to resurrections. You Yet one die roll that you should never, in capital letters, tamper with is the system shock roll to be raised from the dead. If a character fails that roll, when he or she must make him, should make him or herself, he or she is forever dead. There must be some final death of immortality to take over will take or immortality will take over and again the game will become boring because the player has nine plus lives each. So we just learned about this system shock that there's a maximum limit of deaths that we have to talk about as well. So I'm sorry, Dan, I just wanted to lay that out too. Because a lot of people don't realize that if you are raised, it's, there are consequences that you have to go through, which we'll talk about as well. I just had in my head that forever young song, but with forever dead, right? Forever dead. Forever dead. <laughs> okay. So, so James, Rod Stewart's like, there's like the little boy he's talking to, but it's a corpse now in your Yeah, it's a cleric. It's, it's, it's dead. dead. So, so, James, okay, so I'm dead. And yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest some certain things you could do to me. <gasps> 
no, no, James, don't get off the puppet show. It's not the puppet show. Okay, it's yeah. <laughs> not the. Do puppet I have, show. do I have to point at the puppet? What's going to happen? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, it's not going to deal with the dangling proboscis. No. Okay, so you guys hear a grizzly? I heard a crack. grizzly wants out. Grizzly, we didn't take a break today. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. So I would he's like. Even, he's, he's bored of he us. He's like, seriously, this show stinks. Okay. Uh, this campaign sucks. Exactly. So I'd like, I'd like you to cast Animate Dead on me. Is this a good. So I'm going to throw out ideas to you that you could do to me because I want to come back, James, and live a full life. No, Animate Dead is not good for you because why? you're, you're just being animated. Your, your, it, it, all it does is, is make your bones move around. It does, and as we learned two and a half hours ago, Casting Animate Dead, it does not raise the body back. All it does is have your bones move around. Right. So this, okay. So I, I don't want that. All right. How about Raise Dead? Well, so Raise Dead, you've been felled in combat. Mm -hmm. The first option, and, and in a campaign, so one of the things we talked about on Twitter is how deadly is your game? Well, first edition is very deadly. As we have a character graveyard, right, that we've, your cat, that one of your, uh, Foster Cats is on one of the holy tomes, but he's he moved off. He's <laughs> um, you had we had a character distracted. We, we had can it's a shiny button. Uh, we had a character <laughs> graveyard, right where we put that's yeah. how many characters would die online to show the the character sheets. You, in fact, that was one of your favorite things to do as the <laughs> DM is when someone would die in your campaign, you'd be like, yeah, that sucks. Can I have your paper so I can put them up on yeah. the uh, thing of yeah. it? So when you're first through, I'd say, fifth level, if your character dies, your character's probably dead. He's not coming back because you, your party cannot afford to bring him back. Thank you, James. I, I'm glad you raised this. No pun no, intended. No pun intended, yes. Because, because Gary said it's no big deal, right? Usually it'll be easy to raise dead, whatever. But um, whose rich world is he living in? We actually ha no. I don't understand why do we not have a price for this. We have. If you look at the NPCs, there is a, a discussion in the DMG. There's a list of how much it costs right. to hire a cleric to cast a spell. Correct. That's right. But sadly, okay, one of three to one of four. Raise dead is in there. It is. Oh, yeah, it's okay, five thousand go gold pieces. Oh, I'm sorry. There it is. Why did I not? Um, oh, maybe I was looking or for it's a thousand gold pieces per level or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, resurrection's not there. Oh, I that think Resurrection's in there. It's No, it's not. Oh, it's not? Okay, Raise Dead is. I don't see it. I okay. see. I know how to spell. I see Restorate. Wait. Oh, is this the same as Restoration? No, it's not the same. It's different. So maybe it's oh. not there. But go ahead. Okay. What page right. is that on? Okay, so this is on page 104. 104. Got it. Raise Dead. It's a 1,000 gold piece. It's 500 per level character. Well, that's not that bad. But you got to find a cleric. How how high level do you have to be for raised dead? You have you got to find a high, pretty high cleric, right? Don't you? That's a well. Ra raised dead is one thousand plus five hundred per level of spellcaster. Oh, the spell. Oh, that's right. Of the spellcaster, yes. not of the party. Right. So this is this is where things get. Yeah, this is getting insanely pricey because it's a fifth level clerical spell, right? Right. So you have to be a minimum of ninth level. Oh my gosh. So, so it's fifty five hundred gold pieces. Yeah, that's a lot. So and, it is quite expensive. Yeah. Right, and since you're hiring someone, since apparently you wouldn't have that, um, prices can be adjusted for faithful low level characters. Likewise, they can be up 
up a bit for those who are not regular attendees, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's a bunch of factors. So you could lower it based on this, but it's not going to be 50 gold pieces. It's very price, right. So, so number one, you have to find a ninth level cleric, which to me, it seems like ninth level clerics are not everywhere. You got to, they're, you know, they're not going to be in their local town. Why is the local hamlet of 50 people have a, you know, a really high level priest there? That's, it should be there. And James, the clock is ticking. Correct. One of the other, that's right. Go ahead. Nine days, right? It, you, at, at, once you hit day ten, you can yes. no longer raise. So you got to find a ninth level. You got to have the, the loot, and find. So if it's a first level character, you probably don't have the loot. You even if you do have the loot, you've got to find a ninth level cleric within at nine, at least within nine days. And you the body must be in a in a state that when you raise it, it will sustain life. That's right. So, and then, and then you've got to make the system shock roll. The raised person is weak and helpless in any event, and he or she will need one full day of rest. That's fine. Uh, for each day she was dead. Okay. Right. Um, so you've got that, uh, you've got the challenge of, you've got to find a cleric who's ninth level. So that's a high level cleric. They're going to have to be a similar alignment. You know this idea of your, you know, your character's chaotic neutral. Why would a lawful good right. priest for forty five hundred gold pieces? Maybe for ten thousand gold pieces, they would do that. And it's an interesting thing that this one day per level. Where does that come from, or where is that explained? Do you know where that explains why raised dead only works for so many days? I assume it's in the DMG under. Well, it could it's well. I would think, guess, either the DMG spell explanation or deities and demigods. Well, I found it in the deities and demigods. That's that's where I found it. So, Hold where, on, I'm going to let Grizzly out. You okay. look that up. You, that's right. So it, the, the reason that you only have a certain amount of time to bring someone back is because when, you're, when you die, uh, your, your creature, your soul or spirit... Take the long journey. So on page 11 of the deities and demigods. Oh, you got junior men's. That sounds good. <laughs> what page? Page 11. Yes. And uh, the second paragraph. There is a third paragraph, technically, not including the parenthetical note. There is a time lag between death and the arrival of, at the plane of destination. So what, what they're saying is when, you di- when, they, when your character dies... You either have souls or spirits, which is one other thing we didn't talk about. Humans, gnomes, dwarves, halflings have souls. They, when they die, they go to their final resting place, and that's it. Right. Spirits, which are orcs and half-orcs and elves, but not half-elves, they have spirits. Their spirits go to their final resting place, and at some point in, in the future, their spirit is recycled and brought back to, uh, to that. So, so, so you think? So you think I'm on my? I'm on the astral plane, aren't I? Yeah. Yes. So, and that's another thing about the astral plane. We didn't talk too much about that. If I'm traveling on the astral plane, is it there's souls traveling? Does yep. it, does it have any sort of? But what does it look like? It's a highway to hell, baby. But so, is it like Stay a little cloud? Hell. A little cloud of you know, a little shimmering. Like, what do souls look like as they're traveling the astral plane? I assume little lights, like you know, there's like lights there. Can I trap it? 
If I have a jar, do you sure. know, like trap it? I, see, you can. I can. I can steal. I can hang out on the astral plane and trap souls. Well, that's what they mention here. So, although time is meaningless for to the soul of spirit, the long journey to the proper plane can take three to thirty days of time relative to those in the prime material plane. Thus, the rationale for progressive timeline on the raised dead spell becomes clear. The farther the soul has traveled on its way to its destination plane, the more powerful cleric needs to summon the soul back to its mortal coil. The road through the astral plane to their destination is clearly marked for the dead. So it has road markers for your, for your soul. Wow. But it is not free of peril. There are people like you who are trying to capture them. Some monsters roam the ethereal and astral planes at will, which is why the burial chambers often include weapons, treasure, and even bodyguards to protect the soul on its journey. Okay, wait a second. Okay, this has gotten very interesting. Okay, hold on a second. Because you know I love to talk about the astral plane. (laughs) So, So it's one day for each level of experience of the cleric, right? So it starts at, oh, so the good news is, Right, so if it's right, so oh, so the, the more days, it's like, oh my god, it's day 15. Now we got to find a fit. Are you guys, don't you realize now we have to find a 15th level cleric? Right, and long and longer. You and could, so, you could argue the way you should do it is you roll three to 30 first, and that's the maximum time you have because once it's on oh. the plane, then you have to cast resurrection because then you're pulling them out of their final resting place back into the land of the limit. Oh, I like that. So you could, you could roll yeah. 3 to 30 and say, you have 18 days. That's how long your travel is going to take. So if you get screwed, it's only four days, even though you may only ha- you may should have nine days. If day four goes past and you, you know, you've taken the super highway to hell, you would end up there. That is awesome. I totally agree with playing it that way. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. I would do that. Because, look, it says 3 to 30. 3 to 30 is shouting for a roll, isn't it? Right. It's not like, you know, 5 to 29. It's shouting for a roll. Exactly. And and so, yes, I agree with that. That's the way I would play that. Once you arrive, you're there. I love – okay, I love this thing about, okay, bring weapons. Yep. And I like markers. So you think there's like, you know, like this exit for like Elysium? Right. Now Elysium, three days. <laughs> They've so you don't want to take it. Elysium, the Abyss, Happy Hunter. So here's my question. Can I roam the this I'm gonna create this monster for living turning. Can I roam the astral plane with like a jar, like I'm catching fireflies, and I catch souls that were like I'm hanging out at the exit for what what's lawful good? The happy hunting ground or something different. What's, no, what's, uh seventh heavens. Seven seven heavens. Can I hang out at that exit and capture the souls? And then I take them over and I, like, send them into the stream heading to the nine hells. You, you could try. That would be. <laughs> this is so first edition. That sounds like a lot of fun. Right. Think? I think the problem is going to be most likely the, the deity who's not getting their souls, who has someone <laughs> keeping track of it, That's will go, true. wait a minute. Bob was supposed to show up three days ago and he hasn't. And they're going to send the diva out to... to, to yeah. To so, is there a clog? Is there like... Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, it's like the pipes. like Checking out? their tracking number. Mm. Yeah, did someone like change... Those crazy kids, did they like turn change? Did they take the sign down? Or is there, maybe there's a tree covering the sign that sometimes happens. So you got to keep it all clear. So why do I have... Why do I have a sword? Do I, do I have my body? What do I look like? Well, you're disembodied, and you, it means nothing to you. I think they threw that in there as kind of flavor that you could, 
uh, use, but I'm not using this as canon that if you don't have this, you're naked and afraid, though we did talk about that. If you did Dimension Door, inadvertently, you could be naked and afraid in the astral plane. Remember we talked about that one? Absolutely. So so you could have a whole adventure where the adventure starts with it was a TPK. Right, absolutely. You're all, you're all trying to get to your... That's a good tournament adventure. you got to get to your yep. your plane. Or you or you know you're going to die. You have a death you're gonna spell. You're going to die. Yeah. And, and you're going to die. You have to collect things to put in your burial chamber so yes. that your body is equipped to go on to its journey. Yeah. And, so and if you don't have enough pieces, mm-hmm. you will not make it to where you need to go because you will not have the, the tools necessary. It's, you know, it's very Egyptian the kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we could go to the astral plane and check out what's going on. I mean, the great pl- thing about this is, you, you know, go visit. We, we need to check this out, James, right, with four characters, because I want to know. You're planning everything, right? You, you're the guy that's got, like, the insurance. You're, you're, you're just on top of things, right? And so you're like, okay, James, we need to scope out the astral plane. See, like, chart our path. What do we need? Right. Can we use weapons? What kind of? Okay. All right, so the ray's dead. I like that. I like that three to thirty. If if I lost a limb, I come back without the limb. Is that right? That's, that's right. The ray's dead. Right, right. If it's Missing poison, heart. yeah. So so then the difference that's raised dead. Then you have resurrection. I've reached my destination. Yeah. So this, so again, the next paragraph says the spells resurrection spell functions in different matter from a raised dead spell. The cleric literally recalls the soul from the plane of its deity back to its former body. And flesh and blood are magically restored. Now, they don't even have a price, like you said in the DMG. But this one, you get aged if you're the cleric casting it. I think it's three mm-hmm. years. Um, that's why a rod of resurrection, which we'll talk about in a little bit, seems crazy. That Who created a rod of resurrection? Because it would have has up to 50 charges. Yeah. And each time you cast resurrection, it's like three to five years you lose an age. You'll be gulping those... Every time you put a charge in it, you're drinking a, a potion of longevity to do that. Oh, you lose? Oh, the aging effects applies even if it's a rod? Yeah, if you cast a spell. It's just like putting a ring of wishes. The person who put the ring of wish, whoever oh. puts the wish on, takes the penalty. Okay. And that goes back to why a lot of people play D&D as all these cool things were not really built by the people here. The current characters, they were built in, a, you know, like the ring. The ring was built three ages ago where the power was um, back in the day. You know, super powerful people lived. And now we're living in the remnants of a fallen empire. And, and we have very rudimentary magic because clearly who, who survived creating one rod of resurrection, let alone any, any more of it? And so if I, so you need a body. You need at least a bone. I think is that's that right. right. For this you need one? some some part of the body, right? So if I have a, so if if I have been destroyed, then it's 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 restoration resurrection is not going to work. That's right for me. Right, and so here's the other problem. Just from a philosophical level, you again this the the planes are real. You're a lawful good cleric. You die. You're at the best place you could be. You're mm-hmm. with your deity. You're you know like we said with. Um, Aphrodite, I'm uh, Hallmark Stealing Hearts. Yeah, you're watching with I'm, your I'm, horse. I'm voying with my horse, the, the yeah, carnal you're, axe. You're, your fruit is looms. <laughs> and they're, they're either on me or not, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to do that for eternity. Now I'm getting pulled back 
from that? Yeah, because because you you did what you needed to do to get to that plane, and now you're like, I got to take the test again. Right. I'm not happy. It's like when the professor throws the test out. What? Right. So you've pulled, you know, this idea that people would want to come back. Uh, there should be some kind of change to them. I know of other games and other people have that they have a mark on them or they act really weird, you know, because again, you've, your whole, your life's work is complete. You've made it to, in this case, Aphrodite. And then the other problem is what happens if a lawful, uh, lawful evil, or let's say lawful evil, maybe a a lawful neutral cleric resurrects you. That's going to be frowned upon by the lawful neutral deity. Why am I going, using my power to suck someone back from, in this case, the seven heavens. And isn't Aphrodite going to be a little unhappy that you're pulling this person that she cares about away? And that's kind of what it talks about here. You're probably her favorite. Right. All As this involves the cooperation of the deity and the plane where the soul was, clerics must use extreme caution employing the spell. If a cleric resurrects a being from a radically different alignment, the cleric's deity who gave the spell might be greatly found. Similarly, if the cleric resurrects a being from a different alignment simply to serve the purposes of the cleric or his or her deity, the deity in the plane where the soul was may be highly displeased and take appropriate action. So you're going to have to find the right cleric. And first of all, that cleric is 16th level in order to cast resurrection. Mm-hmm. So, you, 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 yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, this is, this is the big leaks. This is not my buddy just died in TPK. Right. Hey, will you raise him? This is yeah. You're plucking this guy out of the plane. Um, and so it's and that's why most people, unless they really love their characters, they go, "I'm just rolling another character." Because oh yeah, don't waste it, the money on me, guys. Yeah, it's as well, especially first level. They're stripping your body and they're, and they're like, "No rest is going to happen." The lawful good characters are, like, stripping the body, even though you've got, like, a widow back there who's starving. Right. Or, right. Or, or you have a life insurance policy. You know, you have a $4,000 mm. gold-piece life insurance policy. That's right. At a certain point, there's probably a presumption of death when you just don't come back for a certain amount of years. Well, and, okay. and, Or you could buy adventurer's insurance, you know, kind of like uh, scuba diver insurance, you know, if you get... Mm-hmm. You're out swim, you know, diving in Bimini, and you get the bends. They'll fly you back and do this and that. Maybe it, you know, there's a 75 percent off resurrection, uh, raised dead price. You know. Oh yeah, you mean it's like you know, see these commercials with um, with like the the car insurance. Exactly. Like, hey, where who is Ice T? Yeah, Ice T hates hates having to pay high car. Right. The mechanic bills. I'm sure he does, right? Ice tea. That drives him crazy, man. Those high car bills, you know, repair bills. So it's like this. It's like, hey, we've got to, you know. You oh, Bob up. just died again. You, know, he's, you, you watch the thief. He's trying to open the trap, a poison needle. He dies. Oh, man. Bob died again. You know how much it's going to cost to raise him? No problem, guys. Before we left, I got yeah. adventurer's insurance. Yes. For all your, this would be great. So if you're a cleric, so this is what you do. If you're a cleric, you're absolutely right, James. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Right, actually, and as soon as you do, you do one of these. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm the right. local cleric. Worried about the high prices of res- raised dead? Then exactly what you're yeah. going to say. And we also can't afford can't afford the uh, high end policy. Well, you could also, you know, this one will do animate dead. <laughs> At least, you know, your husband will still be around to serve you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what the cleric should do, I like this. 
So the cleric needs to become an insurance salesman. Right. So the cleric is not selling them. They'll do that too. But the cleric is selling a package, right? So basically the cleric is like, I'm going to offer packages. Right. Monthly and installments. I, That's right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. They'll size it up based upon like, okay, so what kind of adventure are you? Well, I'm like a, you know, paladin with a lot of hit points. Okay, that's a little cheaper rate, right? You're right. like the first line. You're, you're a fighter what, with what, three hit points. Are you going to the Chapel of Silence? Mm, that's right. not good. You're going to right. Keep of the Board, Caves of Chaos. Mm, that's not so bad, you know. You should probably take that test, one of these first encounters, see how you do. Like, right. oh, no, you're, you're a mess. Right. You're, you're going to get killed quickly. You're going to get killed quickly. Well, James, let's say... I can't afford, is in the package, is there, what, what about, is, I feel like I'm at now the insurance, you're like the insurance salesman. Well, this all seems very expensive. Is there maybe, what about, I've heard something about maybe a reincarnation. Is, well, that, is that an option for me, James? Well, well, that's interesting because if you go, you don't have any of the body mm-hmm. or it's been too long, now you have to go to the alternative market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to go with. Um, yeah, and so it kind of it kind of diverges. There's a, a I don't call it a low rent thing. There is a a, a a different option which is not as good, or a, a great option, but it's very expensive. So I come into your shop, and right. I'm like, and you ask me what what do I have? Where's the body? And I'm like, body? I need a body. I don't have a body. Ooh, that's not. Oh, that's good. not good. That's not good. I don't even have a tooth. Right. The tooth, a bone. I don't even uh, have a tooth. I think. I think if you had that, you'd be okay. You could do something. We could do something with that. But <laughs> I can see you looking at it. I might be able to work with this. We'll see. Okay. I got nothing. I'm sorry. He just. Um, he. Um, he was destroyed. He was turned into dust, and he blew away. He was on a boat. He was destroyed, and he blew into the ocean. Right. Well, if you have nothing, your have nothing. choices are pretty limited because. Um, so the, one of the choices is reincarnation, what we're, we're going to talk about. Are you a cleric or are you a druid? Is, well, it, is, it, is this important? Well, there's a, or are you a druid or are you a magic user? Because oh, I'm sorry, druid or a magic user. Right. I would have thought it's kind of clericy. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? That it's not, it's not, it's not, there's no cleric reincarnation? Okay. There is no cleric okay. reincarnation because they don't believe in that. This is because it's literally diff- Oh, you're right. It's a different animal. You're right. No pun intended. You're right. So what level is so magic user? Let's start with the druid one, seventh level. So it's the same high level, and you still need a body. That's the problem. But this one's not nearly as good. I mean, my husband's coming back as a well, chimpanzee. Well, that's the first thing. Do you do you want something really funky to, for him to come back as, or do you want something somewhat humanoid? If you want something humanoid, you want to go to a magic user. You don't want to go to a druid because the druid's got honest. all kinds of things. Well, you'd hope you'd know this. You're an honest druid. You're being very nice. So right. you're warning me. Right. Because you have reincarnation. And you show me the list of things. Well, okay. So reincarnation, bringing back the dead in another body. If death occurred, oh, no more than a week before the casting of the spell? Yeah. This is terrible. So this is like raised dead in terms of time frame, at least for the druid. Right. But, uh, so, so if I don't have – so if I've been destroyed – Within a week, so short period of time ago, I was destroyed. Not, so if I'm just been killed, I can go raise dead recently because I'm on the astral plane. Go right, but if I am done, why is this? 
why, if I'm destroyed, can't other than the fact that the book says it? Why can't you use Ray's? Oh, because there's no there's no body to put it into. Right. There's no vessel. Yeah. I got it. So my soul goes. I got to go find another vessel, basically. Okay. Um. So what I think is interesting is I'll have the majority of my former life and form. So I'm going to remember. Sort of. The stuff. That's weird. Abilities and speech are like so, all right. Any sort can any sort. So the, oh, here's another benefit. If I'm an elf or a half orc, I can be reincarnated. That's right. So that's kind of interesting. That is the big thing for this. It, Does my spirit then go? So my soul or spirit goes into this new vessel. Yes. Very interesting. So it's probably still on the astral plane. That's why it has to be within a week, back. but it's going to come back into this new vessel. Because there's nowhere to go, so it's recalled like a right, like a raised dead, but it's got nowhere to go. So it finds a new right. Got it. Well, the spirit, okay. is, yeah, raised dead for whatever reason only works on souls. It doesn't work on spirits. So you have to use reincarnate. Wait, why does it say when the corpse is touched, a new incarnation will appear? Do you need a corpse? Apparently, you do, which kind of sucks. Oh my I didn't gosh, realize for that. this one. Yeah. Well, that's for that's for druid. It's it's person touched. Was there's a magic user? Yeah, magic user. Well, it says here the spell is similar. It does not require any saving throw for for systems. That's the other benefit for system shock or revival, survival, resurrection survival, which is also. Oh, super so cool. if that failed, so if that failed, I can then come back and try this. Well, if, so my system if, shock. Well, failed, right? that is that is interesting reading of that. I I would have not oh. said that. I would have said you don't have to make the res the, the roll. If you fail it, I don't think you would be allowed to do that at all. But you're right. It said dead for. Well, it said dead. Gary said dead forever. Did right. you read that? That's it was right. like in caps. Dead forever. He's yelling Double, at us. Exactly. Dead forever. Okay. Wait. So this spell. Okay. But if you had like low con, you probably would use reincarnation because you don't want to even tempt the fates. I got you. Oh, so that's quite a gamble. Okay. So I think I'm getting this. This, this has been a good study session. Thank you. You're a good study buddy. Thank you. Okay. You, you got. You're with the smarts. Okay. So. If I'm dust, am I done? Because it sounds like for reincarnation, both the druid and magic user, you need a corpse. Yeah, apparently you need a corpse. Because even in, on page 85 of the player's handbook, Resur- reincarnation, six-level magic user, says the corpse is touched and a new incarnation of the person will appear in the area one to six turns. Oh, now, so this is... A- and now we're back to provide the person has not been dead for longer than one day per level of the experience of the magic user. So... What this tells me is if you haven't made your trip to your final resting place, you can raise dead or reincarnate. I like that rule. So you're applying that rule across the board right. to both reincarnate. I like that. If you've got to your resting place, you're now either resurrection if you have some part of the body or right. you're going to have to do something else. Uh, and, and so what's weird, so the druid one... For those who don't have their player's handbook next to them, you could end up radically different. You could end up being a badger or an eagle or a hawk or worse, a gnome, an owl, a pixie. Whereas at least with the uh, uh, magic user one, you end up with bugbear, gnome, knoll. Uh, uh, yeah, it is ogre. interesting, and I was—they're very, very different. And I was looking just to see if in the DMG there's any discussion. Uh, what level is the magic user? Six. Six it does note say. that very good or very evil persons will not be reincarnated as creatures whose general alignment is the opposite. So your paladin's not going to come back as a troll. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. So reincarnation, it says, see the cleric spell. They obviously mean, well, he calls it cleric, but it's a druid, right? Yeah. Of the same name. For commentary on this spell, what is the druid? I didn't see. Is there a commentary? I don't know. I didn't think there was commentary. Well, it's not a cleric spell, right? It's a druid spell, yeah, right? it's a druid spell. So on page 43 of the DMG is yep, druid. 44. Oh, thank you. 44. Uh, second column, four, par four or five paragraphs dot, down. Oh, there it is. Regardless of the form of the creature in which the character is reincarnated, allow the new form to regress as far as possible in characteristics and abilities. For example, a badger character <laughs> could grow to giant size. Oh, you mean you can become a giant badger? Yeah, I guess. Have maximum hit points. Oh, plus bonus points for a high con. And it... And the intelligence level is former character? Do I grow into intelligence? Wait, for example, so regardless of the form of the creature in which the character is reincarnated, allow the new form to progress as far as possible in characters and abilities. What's interesting, you, go ahead, keep going. This is fascinating. This is fascinating. So a, a centaur reincarnation might eventually gain hit dice up to five, six, seven, or even eight, and it would be elder wear armor, use magic items. Etc. So, what does this infer? I just, I just read this today. I just inferred this. What does this infer to you? I don't know. I mean, wait. So, uh, am I rising allowed to progress as far as possible in characters and abilities of a? So, am I rising in levels of a centaur? I guess I'm rising in levels of a centaur. Like, what's a? Hang on, I gotta look up centaur real quick. Well, but it's it's interesting that it says a. It could grow to giant size. Well, that infers that you're small. That almost infers that you come back as a baby badger. Oh. Or a baby centaur. Oh, my God, you're right, because you're just, you're born anew. You're reincarnated. Right. So you're not just like in the next adventure, the badger. You're a baby badger. I mean, if you... And like, how do you find people? If you want to like, be a real find? jerk, you could be a baby badger. Why a jerk? No, that's not a jerk. That's the, well, that's the terrible book. for the player because it's years later. So in other words, what you'd say is, okay, if our campaign is still going three years from now, you can play that badger. Or we can do a side show where you're a baby badger. Right. right? Or you cast haste on them and start aging oh. them. Oh, that's true. Bring them to that's a ghost true. and, and age that's them. That's true. Was, I know Vic, had, it was Vic, is, is he? Oh, you guys have been talking. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be able to make it. So okay, so that's yeah. So this spell kind of stinks. So you're like a baby kobold being slaughtered by the paladin, then, or you know, or, yeah. <laughs> Show up here, and you really that was Bob. Yeah. Next time you yeah, and the next time you kill the baby kobolds, you could be killing Bob. So yeah, that's not as well if you play it that way. Now the realization, the counter thing to that, I I think that's a cool interpretation. The other one is that one of the characters in the rogues gallery was killed, one of the famous, and he came back as a lizard man. He was a ranger that yeah. came back as a lizard man. So this would mean that you could be by the book and at, say, you could have pregens, and one of the pregens is a centaur, and, and somebody's like, you can't be, that's not a character class, and you're like, I know, but he but was a He was a fighter, a and he got fighter. killed, and... He got the only, the only, Druid was the only thing in town or magic user and poof, yeah. he became, well, if it's 
druid, that's you have more likely chance to become a centaur. But yeah. That's cool. Well, that was kind of the um, that was kind of the idea of that monster dungeon that I was gonna do, where the mad wizard in the dungeon tortures the experiments and kills all you and reincarnates you into different monsters. Oh yeah. So, so your first level you're a first level thief. Actually, you're, you're human. You get killed, and you come back as a troll. And one person comes back an ogre, and then the poor jerk comes back as a kobold, and and you figure out what your classes are. So it'd just be a different version of that. You're like in a zoo. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're a menagerie. menagerie. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Oh, excellent. Now you can also use quickly to know because I know we're getting up here on time. You can yeah. use apparently alter reality as a spell, right? It's a it's an illusion spell, I believe. Yeah. So the next level. Is alter reality, limited wish, and wish. So the most powerful magic in the game is wish. And you could argue that it supersedes all these other constraints. So if you've been dead for 5,000 years and you've been raised 37 times, the properly worded wish would allow you to come back. But again, that's up to the DM to adjudicate that. Uh, that kind of thing, because the wish is the most powerful thing. Could and is, but you know, it's not unlimited power. It talks about the the simpler the request and the easier it is. That doesn't affect the cosmos. The more likely it's going to happen. Alter reality and limited wish are very similar, except one's illusionist. It's it's more of a minor form of it. So you may not be able to bring them back, but you could say. Um, let's say you got hit with a disintegration spell. Mm-hmm. So you're disintegrated. You're even worse than dust. You're gone. You're completely, your body's been vaporized. You could say, I want to, I, you know, I want to go back to 10 minutes before and say, we're not going into the dungeon mm-hmm. kind of thing. So we're avoiding the whole situation. So can you say, I wish he was alive again? Yes. Or I wish- yeah. You could, and that could work, but you know, like like some of the examples gave, like for instance, if you wished that someone was not dead, if you wish someone was dead, they may put you into the future where he's dead because it's five hundred years in the future. Yeah, right. So right. in this case, yeah. he may take they may take you back an hour, and now you're back an hour. Right. It's very much like right, right. So that's that whole deal with wishes. Yeah. To, the DM is going to try to figure out a way to screw you. Well, that's up to the DM. How, how much fun <laughs> is this to do that? But you could certainly, certainly do that. But that's your, that's, those are your last choices. And so clearly, you know, limited wish is limited. So it would have to be those situations like, for instance, you're disintegrated or something where, and again, I always look at the level of the spell in relation to the effect that's happened. So raised dead is level five. Uh, wish is level nine. It's so it's going to be something between five and, and nine in order for it to fix it. And the and the rod so the rod of resurrection is nice because you so you can resurrect the dead. So this is as if the spell. So this is right. you can pull them back from the. And the nice thing about this is even elves. Why does it say even elves, dwarves, gnome, or halfling? Right, because normally resurrection doesn't work on. Elves, because elves have spirits. So where's the poor half-orc? 
well, they're screwed, I guess. I, <laughs> I, I would I would allow them to be healed. If, 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 if it does elves, then it should do half-orcs. But it does, that's, that doesn't follow your rule of interpretation. It says even elves. Why would it say even dwarfs, gnomes, and halflings? That should be obvious. They have spirits, right? I mean, I would just thought it says even Well, first even of all, it says in, uh, well, this is. This is so first edition. These books kill me. Read oh, the, you're right. I see it. Half orc. There's points for it. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah son so, of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's right. So, okay, so that's the good news. So if I'm a half orc or an elf, I'm either reincarnated or you better find a rod of resurrection. Correct? Right. Or animate that. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're an elf or a half orc you're gonna, and you die, you're going to either need a rod of resurrection, chance of that. Uh, or you're going to need a, a reincarnation, or you're going to have to do a wish or something like that. And what is a ring? I want, what does a ring of regeneration do for me? Sorry. So well, ring of regeneration. <laughs> so this this is also go to page one thirty. Okay, I'm there. There's two forms of this ring. The standard regeneration restores one hit point per turn. It will bring its wares back from death. So. So I'm always regenerating one hit point of damage per turn. It's just like on forever? Correct. Wow. And so if I die, so wait, only the destruction, so hear that again, of all living tissue by fire or ass or similar means will prevent regeneration. Right. You're a troll, basically. So if it's dust, so so if I'm destroyed, that includes that's destroyed, right? So if if I'm dust, I can't be regenerated. Yeah, at that point, the ring would fall off of you, I would say. Right, someone would take it, and the rest of the party would take it. That's right. So, okay, so this allows me, it must must be worn, and it's removal stops regeneration process. So, I'm a, I'm a troll, basically? So, like, my body parts come together? Correct. Too? That's right. And if I'm at, what if, what if I'm at, what if a single blow takes me to negative 12? You get knocked well, I, out, and then eventually you would come back to life. Even at 9 is 12. Right, minus 5,000. Doesn't matter. Wow. So the ring of re- so the re- ring of regeneration is not only attaching limbs, but it is also healing the body, even after I'm dead. It'll bring me back to life. Right. And I've I've had rulings. So for instance, we had a situation where the whole party was put in a bag of holding. Don't ask why or no portable hole. Excuse me. It's a wild night. It was a wild night. And, uh, you know, well, this was their, their mode of transport was the wizard had, uh, excuse me, magic user had teleport. They put the party into the portable hole. He would teleport. Then he'd let him out. Okay. Well, what, if I recall one time and, and he could carry one other person with him, they, you know, they basically jumped, warped in, like, you know, like Star Wars, where they warped into the thing, and they were immediately attacked, the mm-hmm. wizard and the other guy. The wizard gets knocked out. The other guy with him gets killed. So no one is ob- able to open the portable hole. So guess what? They all suffocate to death, because it says you have, you know, 10 minutes of air in there, plus or minus. Oh, no. So they all die. Well... We remember later that one of them had a ring of regeneration. So when they open up, as soon as he's able to, yes, he comes back to life. But someone's got to open that thing up. Eventually, yes, that's right. Right, because which kind of goes back to feign death. It's as long as the the state doesn't allow you to live, you'll stay dead. But once that state is removed, you can come back. So it's not like he keeps coming back to life and then suffocating like that. That'd be horrible. That's his whole. (laughs) 
<laughs> forever. It's like that's that thing right. on Tatooine, which is going to – I never understood why it digests you for a thousand years. Wouldn't you die from old age? Yeah. But okay. So the Ring of Regeneration is what? Wait, can I put a Ring of Regeneration on a corpse? Uh, once it's dead, it's dead. Oh, you think it must have been we- – it had to have been wearing the Ring of Regeneration when it was slain? Right. That makes sense. It, doesn't, it sort of implies that. Yeah, well, because okay. it's the the because the state is you have to be alive, and you can't die. If you're dead, you can't become alive because of it. Okay, it's not a restorative thing; it's a regenerative thing. Okay, so that's why it's so super powerful. Um, now, there's only one more topic, and then we're done. So you can see there's a lot of cool things, annoying things. The real penalty: why people hate death. And usually, why they want to roll up their characters is on is in the player's handbook. What do you? What were you looking at? Oh, I was going to say, no, James. We need to uh, reincarnate you with the druid. Okay, with the druid. So roll. Don't you think? Yeah, it sounds good. Roll percentile. See what roll, you are. Roll. Seventy-three. A stag. Ooh. Yeah, I'd like to be a stag. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Watch out for that cave bear. <laughs> that's right. Just well, hopefully, I'm faster than the cave bear. All right, your stag. You can get the ladies. I'm, I'm a stud stag. I like it. Oh, yeah. I love that. All right. That's awesome. So what is the sad thing about dying besides death in, hmm. D, in the purposes of D&D? Well, the thing that stinks is that everyone, you're lower level. You got to start at a lower level. Well, if you restart your character. You're right. But even if you, let's say you are oh. fortunate and oh. you have the life insurance you got to wait. you got to rest. Wait. Well, no, that's, that's, that's bad, too. That's not. That's nothing. You're not dead. I don't know. So on page 12 yes. of the player's handbook, yes. this goes back to the first thing we talked about when Gary said there must be final death. Oh. It is utmost important to understand that a character's initial constitution score is also the maximum number of times the character can be raised from the dead slash resurrected and that each such revivication reduces the character's constitution score by one. Yeah. Wow, that'd be kind of a cool pregen too. That like your cons like four. You've been, <laughs> you've gone back like you know eight times. Well, and uh, that's where you want to use reincarnation because if you have a constitution of four, your chance of survi- resurrection survival is forty five percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty crappy. So that's what they hate. Because who's likely going to die in an adventure besides thieves? Most likely. Well, at low level, it's magic use, right? Well, the fighters. Well, oh, the, well the fighter because he's in combat. He's, he's in, in combat. Magic, he's cowering. And what's Sorry, the, I was in melee. It's the magic use. Right. They're casting feign death all the time. It's right. the poor fighter, right, who needs hit points. And what do you do? He has 18 con. Yeah. He gets killed. Now he has 17 con. Now he has less hit points, which makes him more likely to die. It's the death spiral. Oh, and the rod of resurrection. It talks about the rod of resurrection here. It's considered the same as the spell, the same sort. Yeah, so you need to do at the sixteenth is final and irrevocable without. All right, some means like a wish spell. Okay, which again, why it makes wish very powerful. But as some of the people have commented, you know, if you're really altering the laws, you know, some of these axiomatic laws, there should be a quest penalties, that kind of thing, which, of course, players love that. They love making things more complicated. Well, you know, that resurrection role, I mean, we've all been there. Boy, that's a tense moment, isn't it? Right. That's, that's what even. makes the game. And I think we've had one of your people, one of the one of your players fail. Didn't one of them? I think they did. I want to remember. I, I've got this image of somebody getting like a 97 or something yeah, like they that. Just went, yeah. They went. 
and that was it. And the kicker was we spent like five thousand gold or something. There's no guarantee. <laughs> that's what you were. That's what you guys were most upset about. Right. We spent Seriously? the money and he didn't survive. Right. Yeah, that would be rough. So, so just you know what? Just don't die. Okay. Well, Run. just don't die. But that's why a lot Bane of play, death. a lot of you know. But that's what makes first edition. I'll call it special, and that death has consequences. And you don't have, you know, I know a lot of people either go super hardcore where it's like you're dead, there is no resurrection, there's no raised dead. You hear Gary's comments in the DMG where, yeah, it's not that big a deal. I think, again, like most campaigns, early level, death is death. Mid level, you start having decisions where it's annoyance slash thing. High level, it goes from being almost not an annoyance, depending on your DM, to uh, it should be a big deal because, again, you're a super powerful creature. Uh, if you're dead and you're in your plane, why is your deity giving you up to come back here? Again, that goes back to that, mm-hmm. your final resting place. So I think we've, I think we've yeah, covered One last death. thing. You're not getting yes. out of this. It's oh. going to be real fast. Okay. We're rolling, the, we're, we're rolling the monster that is the Oh, official, the mascot. That's right. The, the mascot. mascot. We'll the just air. do the mascot on this one. So you yeah. ready? You're uh, going to roll a change because I don't want to be blamed for this. So how are we doing this? We're just doing like a random monster. Do okay. a D6. Yep. D6. Do a dorso roll. Whole, we're doing real whole. fast. We're, we're not talking about the monster. We're Five. just identifying. Five. So it's Monster Manual 2. I, I hope it's the squirrel. That'd be great. I like squirrels. So now you're rolling a D10. 10. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's astral and ethereal. All there right, so now and I need a D6. Dice don't lie. Wow. Four. It's the ethereal plane. Okay. Now it's a D8 and a D12. Uh, 16. Planetar. Oh, wow. Plane, plane Planetar. Tar, Planetar? Yeah, that's the, guy, that? that's the guy who's going to kick your butt if you um, steal his souls. Oh, there. okay, so that is it. We don't need to talk about him because it's very long, but so yes. So we're going to need a name. So that is the, the, the Planetar? Yeah, Planetar. Planetar. That's like our plane tar. Planetar? <laughs> that sounds, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Sounds... Planetar is the mascot. For Grogcon 2021. Also known as the convention we are hosting. Also known as the convention we are hosting. So there he is. Excellent. Yeah, that's... So we'll need a name. He'll, he'll, that'll be very superhero-like. You know, cause yeah, he's... exactly. Okay. All right, so we need, a D, we need a D10. All right, I'm rolling it. We can make this happen. What'd you roll? A one. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> uh, hold on. Do we have that? No, we don't. I can't say anything on this show. I'll just put combine them. Now it's random buttons. <laughs> it's just press. Here, let's see what happens. Press them all. Yeah, it's 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 press them. Yeah. <laughs> that's like your nightmares host of the show with me. So let's press them all. Well, that's too all bad. Right. I thought we went over a lot of cool stuff today, but apparently it, it wasn't that great. So for Grog Talk, hold on. For Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.